Hi, I'm Jim Antonopoulos. Hi, I'm Damien Carolla. This is Fearless Conversations. This is the podcast. I think so. Yeah. We'll get into it. I guess so. Yeah, so I had, as I was saying, I um, so I had a, a catch up with a client this afternoon. I had a series of calls to make this morning. It's been a really full on yeah, day. I feel kind of locked away, literally locked away in my house. I've got three children downstairs. Um, I'm very grateful that um, they're being looked after while I can do this. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How are you? How are you finding the transition this week? What's what's sort of been kind of coming up, and you know, how, how have you been navigating it all? Yes. Uh, so, for context, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, this is the second week of. Uh, what do you want to call it? Isolation, I guess. We're all isolated yes. at homes. We're working from home. Uh, we're probably, as Jacinda Ardern says, we're in our bubble, uh, trying to stay in our bubble as much as we can. Um, two weeks in, how are we going? Bloody hell. It's pretty shit, to be honest. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a new normal that I think everyone is trying to get used to. I walk down the neighbourhood and... You know, you can kind of feel the tension, uh, but you've got to keep you've got to keep moving forward. So, how are you going? Ah, uh, Jim, like quite similar. I've, I've got equal parts um, anticipation, uh, excitement, um, fear, and angst. Uh, I think it's really that uh, unknown: what's going to happen next? Um, just how locked down are they going to? You know, just how much are they going to shut this whole? situation down I'm, I'm very much an outdoors person so that kind of always raises a bit of angst for me i love i just love the freedom of being outside in the sunshine and outdoors so just trying to adjust to that I'm, look I'm, I'm okay um i'm, I'm also I'm, I'm also you know i've got a, a bit of anticipation and sense of, of what's possible um you know what what we can actually create it's almost like a forced um, slow down so I'm, I'm just trying to open up and be receptive to that and what that could sort of look like and, and you know where the opportunities are just to quieten out a little bit um, but it's it's almost uh, but often I feel like there's a size 12 steel cut boot just um, standing on my chest uh, every now and then yeah sleep's a bit disruptive uh, I won't lie to you um, but um, you know it's a bit of a, a wave of emotions I think um, in terms of the last sort of week or two I can completely hear you, and um, I completely think you've got to just take a breath and allow ourselves to feel that way, you know, like, and even talk about it because the stress and anxiety that must be that is happening um, around the world, but even in our own communities, is palpable. Um, so yeah, I can I can sort of I empathise with that steel cap boot on your chest. That's a good analogy. Um, yeah. It is. It's, yeah. also, it's a real time of uncertainty. Um, yeah, and there is a lot of angst and fear uh, across the business community, but also, you know, um, you know, small business, like neighbourhood business, you know, has changed. Yes. You know, I went to my local cafe this morning and um, Aggie, who runs the cafe, had, you know, obviously cafes can now only do takeaway. Um, you know, she had all the baked goods out the front and um, the place looked amazing. It looked like a little market. Like her business about had to pivot immediately overnight. Yes. Um, and but I could feel the stress in the in the room. 
I could really feel it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really interesting, mate. Like um, you mentioned something about um, we've, we've got, I guess we've got to be really honest with just where we're at and what we're experiencing and feeling. That's really, it's so important to just to not bullshit, um, you know, how you're feeling from day to day. Uh, the, I guess the worst thing we can do is just kind of lock it down emotionally or not lock it down cognitively and not actually have that, um, have that you know, fearless, no bullshit chat. Some days you're, you're going to be up. Uh, other days you're going to be really excited for, for maybe no reason, yeah. um, but then you wake up in the morning and you think, shit, I thought that was actually a, a bit of a dream last night, but this is the current new norm. This is the reality and just getting your head around how long, this, how long might it take to play out um, is, is also um, one of the big things that keeps floating around. Uh, just a local community angst that you pick up from people, um, the looks in their faces, um, you know, that sort of di that social distancing and, and just adjusting mm -hmm. to that whole... I mean, we human, you know, we, you know we're, we're social creatures. We need to connect and engage. And all of a sudden, we've been asked to shut that down. So that in itself is, is you know, there's something inside of us um, that's kind of getting locked out at the same time, something deep within us that we're just going to be honest about. Um, it's not going to be forever, but the reality is that's what we're experiencing. Yeah. What do you think... Um you know, what do you think about the worry, the mindless kind of the chatter that happens in our minds? What do you, like, I'm sure that we're all, you know, we're only, Australia's only a couple of weeks into this. Um, where, you know, I'm sure there are other, other people around the world who have a little bit more experience than that. Um, but I'm sure that the business community, but also the community at large is still in a state of shock. Like, and this happened really quickly. Um, this thing, you know, we went from, you know, we had one round of the football season, you know. Yes. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. a, that's a little bit optimistic. You know, there was a, for the, you know, the football league optimistic. So, and then the whole football league got shut down. So well, I reckon we're still in a bit of shock. Like how do you, how do you manage that as a, as a leader, um, that mindless chatter and running in your, in, that state of shock, like that, that I'm sure yeah. most leaders are experiencing at the moment. Yeah, uh, Jim, you've you know, the one practice that we're trying to cultivate um, with the people that we engage and work with is, mate, you got zero control over that mindless chatter. Yeah, you know, whatever whatever state comes up is whatever state will come up. Um, uh, those waves of thought streams around work, health, family, uh, wellness, um, you know, financial risk, um, you know, the risk that's posed to your family, all that kind of stuff that comes up in, in it'll come up in endless streams. You, you've almost got to give up that, um, any ability or sense of being able to control that mindless chatter. The only thing you can do is just not, not buy into it, not hook into it, just notice it, notice how you're feeling, but realize that you're the one observing, you're not the actual mindless chatter itself. And man, I'm, I'm telling you right now, that's that's actually can be pretty hard to practice. But if at least if you start to realise, man, I've got zero control over all the words that are, are coming through my head at the moment. So I might as well just let go. I might as well just say, well, today I feel like shit. Tomorrow I'm probably going to feel a bit better. I might even reach out to a mate. I might even go for a walk, stretch the legs. Um, you know, stick my head out in a bit of sunshine. And it might might even be in a few weeks' time uh, we're confined to our 
homes that might be sticking your head out the window if you don't have a backyard. Yeah. Uh, but it's just those little things that you might do to break it up a little bit. Uh, but the mindless chatter is probably the best thing we can practice and just practice being okay with it. Practice not hooking into it and just practice not running down rabbit holes. But I'll tell you what, Jim, I mean, I've done I've, I've done a decent amount of this and, you know, even I struggle from time to time because, you know, we're all human, you know. Um, you've done a fair bit of training on this and you're going to have your moments. Um, so it doesn't discriminate um, these waves of thoughts, anxiety and feelings, particularly when you're picking that stuff up within the community bubble. Yeah, you're yeah, human. Um, you know, we talk about compassion. A lot of people used to think compassion was a lot of bullshit back in the day, but man, compassion is is the only thing to practice. Yeah. Gratitude is the only thing to find. Empathy is going to be key right now. Mm. I mean, all these things were, you know, were good twos back back in the day, but right now they're, they're fundamental to yeah. being able to cope and adapt um, to what's happening. So I'd be treating this as a lot of practice. Yeah. This is a lot of practice just to observe the mind chatter without walking into it. Just watch it. And after a while, you'll notice that just slowly you'll, 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 um, you'll hook into these thoughts and words less and less. But it's just it's an inch-by-inch inch practice. It's not a, a massive shift. Does that, that kind of make sense? It does. It does. I was reading something today about um, decision-making in you know, complex times and um, or, or complex states. You know, one of the examples they gave was um, uh, Captain Chelsea Sullenberger, the, the, the pilot who uh, landed at the, in the Hudson River, you know, had to make a yes. second decision uh, and save 155 people's lives, which is remarkable. And he went all against all the advice, you know, went against all the, um, yeah, all the advice that he was given. He just made a split-second decision to save everyone's life. So I was reading this um, piece um, today about um, being able to just take a breath just um, ask, yes. asking your team or asking your, you know, if, if your pressure's coming from the family or, um, or a team member or your team or other peers, just saying, I need a moment to think. Just give me a moment. Yes. And I think that's, I, I, you know, I sometimes forget to say that. You know, I forget to ask for that moment. It's really important. You know, I, being able to just, like you said, um, stare out the window just for a moment to collect my thoughts. Um, that's good training. Um, and I also think I also read something about um, like how it allows you to uh, broader perspective, like a broader view. Um, I've used previously um, the term uh, whole puzzle thinking in when I teach strategy. Just being able to see the entire puzzle um, and seeing where all the pieces are. And being able to ask ourselves, um, what's most important right now, just right now? Um, and then, you know, which pieces are missing? Uh, which pieces are moving? Which pieces, like you said, are out of our control? And which pieces are in our control? Um, and I think they're really good questions and really good perspective in times of complexity. So I hear you in that ability to be mindful and, um, yeah, just take a breath is really important. It stops yeah, mate, and you, um, you, yeah, you, 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 um, you shared a fantastic post on LinkedIn um, the other day around um, how this kind of environment is is kind of forcing us to take stock, look within, and it's almost doing that internal housekeeping. You know, what's going on in my head? 
Um, what am I hanging on to? Um, who am I being right now? And how do I actually move forward? Mm. Now, the, we're hearing a lot of this, uh, you know, a lot of this sort of a narrative playing out within the community. It's probably time to take stock, time to slow down. Um, but just that sort of that practice of sitting in quiet silence uh, for, for a lot of us is really difficult in a high tech world. So we're almost being forced to look within. We're actually being forced to, to ask ourselves those, those beautiful questions that you asked within your LinkedIn article. What am I about? Like, what's the next chapter look like? Um, you know, what's, what am I hanging on to? Um, what's actually holding me back? And what do, what do, how do I need to purge and clean house? Now, um, I think that's a beautiful opportunity. It's a painful opportunity. And, and, you know, probably for most people, they're experiencing that angst and pain, not just on a daily basis, but almost on a moment-to-moment basis. But with, with, with that pain is, uh, is the real opportunity to do a regeneration. It's kind of like shedding old skin. And shedding old skin, you, you, you and I both know that you're never going to go through a growth journey or, or, or do any level of serious development, not bullshit development, but real development, unless it's actually coming through a painful um, pathway. Mm. Yeah, I completely hear you. You've got to go into, you've got to dive into the darkness. Yeah, I think, what do we call it in a previous um, episode? We call it, you know, uh, running through the muck or get it going through the mud. Yeah, yeah, shifting through the mud. Yeah, shifting through the mud. And But the, the difference really is for, for many people that's conceptual, yeah? They get it in their head, right? Mm. I get it, it makes sense, but, mate, there's a whole new place to go and that's, shifting from that head into that feeling heart space, mm. right? I feel anxious, I'm feeling vulnerable, I'm feeling compassionate, mm. uh, I'm feeling sideways and upside down. And it's no good getting this stuff in your head, mate. It doesn't actually work. It becomes a, like a, a beautiful dinner, dinner table conversation over a glass of red wine. And I guess we can't even have that these days, but yeah, yeah. it's got to shift from your head into, into your experience. Into um, And the best way to open that up is, is what you often remind me is just, just through that beautiful compassion, the no bullshit uh, vulnerability that, man, I'm upside down, I'm frigging, I, I got no, I can't even get through today. Mm. Yeah? And just dropping that guard and that's when we start to transmute. That's when we start to do that transformative um, piece. And that for, for all of us, if we're willing to, to open up on that journey, man, we'll, we're going to come through the other side for those people that really want to embrace what the opportunities are. They'll come through in a completely different way. Mm. Yeah, it's such a delicate balance, isn't it? You know, um, I completely agree with you. It reminds me of, um, uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I uh, listened to three different people um, speak to me about this current context. You know, one person was in a panic, in a complete panic, you know, um, freaking out. I can't explain it. I'm really just eyeballs popping. Another person at the other end was at the other end of the spectrum was just eternally grateful um, that he got to spend time with his family, optimistic, thought it was one of the greatest things because it basically provided them um, the ability to spend time with loved ones and family. And, you know, was, he was very grateful that he was part of a business that was actually going to ride this storm um, really well, actually. He was going to actually probably do well out of it. Um, I saw those two those to points of view as um, that's two, opposing, two opposing ends of the spectrum. I spoke to a third person um, last week who kind of sat in the middle, was able to kind of really see yep. 
the opportunity, but also see the real trauma that was existing in communities and very empathic towards that. Yes. Empathic towards that. And it really got me thinking about um, the type of um, the, the words we use, the type of leaders we are, and how important it is to, yes, remain grounded and in reality, um, see, but see the entire picture, not just one end of the spectrum, not just the, the, the fact that, you know, my business is killing it and I'm going to spend heaps of time, heaps of time with my family or I'm just going to freak out and panic. Actually, really just take, take that, zoom right out and control the things that you can control. Like, and those three perspectives really help me, um, like help me understand my own, I guess, and make corrections in my own. Yeah, Jim. Um, there's something you sort of said about that. There's almost a grounded in reality perspective that you, you talk about. Uh, when you talk to people about gratitude and all that kind of stuff, some people might say, man, gratitude, I, dude, I, I can't even sleep at night. You want me to find gratitude? I'm, I'm in a panic state. I, I can't find gratitude. That's what a lot of shit that is. And so what we ask people to do is just, it's just, just be where you are and, and start where you are. And if you're in a panic uh, state or an actual, the actual way through, not resisting those states, pulling away from those states. It's actually saying truthfully, man, I'm I'm kind of I'm really panicking right now, and um, I, but this may not, this is not going to last forever, and I'm just wondering what are some of those questions that I need to ask myself that's slowly going to actually uh, move me out of that state. That might just be an inch by inch journey, but if I at least start to ask some of those purposeful questions around um, that you, you suggested before, um, then I can slowly start to turn that state around um, if, if I'm willing to do that. But the only way you can do that is com- you completely um, to where you're at, yeah? You can't ask someone to be positive if they're feeling like crap. You, you can only ask them where, what they're feeling, where they're at, and it's only from those states that we start to kind of slowly turn through and transmute through. Um, so that's, uh, that's an important thing. You know, people are going to feel like they're, they're grounded in reality, grounded in the truth. But I love the, the way you say it's, it's never as bad as it, as, it, as, it, as it seems, but it's never actually as good as it seems. Yeah. It might be somewhere in between. You've got to accept the worst. Yeah, people worst, but you also have to point to the light at the end of the tunnel at the same time. Like it's, um, it's a, that's the job of a leader, isn't it? That's, um, that's the job. Well, that's the that's the job, that's the practice, and that's the actual conditioning that you mentioned before. That's just, this is this, you know, uh, I've got a, a good mate of mine that always says, uh, "Damo, we've actually been training for this for a while." And I'm like, "Yeah, I get it. You know, I get it. We've actually been training uh, for this for quite some time." And good leaders need to cultivate these types of practices when things are going really well. So when things are are getting incredibly hard, um, they're going to find it a little bit easier to start to switch into these modalities around awareness, observation, um, staying grounded, staying present, riding the anxiety waves, riding the stress waves without getting overly hooked into them. So this is a constant uh, repetitive training. Uh, and we've got, a, we've got a magnificent opportunity uh, as hard as it is to actually train right now. It is. It is a, it's, a difficult, it's a difficult time, but it is a time of opportunity as well. Um, what do you say, I mean... I mean, one of the things that really hit me last week, or actually, actually not even last week, 
I mean, bloody hell, it's Friday. I can't believe it's Friday and we're recording this. And yes. It was like a month's gone past in this last week. You know? One of the things that really hit me personally, were, uh, emotionally, I should say, were the was the downfall of the airline industry or the shutdown of the airline industry. Um, hearing about, um, damn, all those Qantas employees and all those Virgin Australia employees um, just being sh- stood down. Like the... Um, the mental health issues, the ability to uh, manage our stress is going to become, if not already, so important, so important to navigate these complex times. Don't you think? Yeah, you know, you know, Jim. You, you, yeah, interestingly, I've I've been chatting to some colleagues uh, that partners um, that are doctors and. And trauma nurses and the like, and they're you know they're they're losing uh, they're chronically losing weight at the moment because of stress. There's going to be a lot of post trauma um, that we're going to have to deal with as a society. Uh, my heart absolutely goes out, and and it, at one level, it's fine for you and I to have this chat on a podcast, and and you've just highlighted there are there are whole groups of people that probably got no idea when they're going to be able to go back to work and and even if 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 they're able to go back into those industries if there's still going to be uh you know barely an industry left for them to step into uh, where where do they find themselves what's their purpose what's going to get them out of bed in the morning and that's that's going to be a probably one of the biggest tragedies to come out of this this moment i i, I guess i don't have any answers but um you know they're, they're they're really important things for us to reflect on because at least we can start to you know feel that level of empathy and compassion that that, that the whole society needs to um, absorb and open up into. I mean, it's the compassion, it's the empathy, it's the love that we have for each other that's kind of going to get, get us through this moment. Yeah, so true. I was talking to my father a few the other day, and dad, um, you know, was a lived through World War Two. You know, as a teenager during World War II. Um, and I was asking him what it was like to live through that. And, um, you know, it was, it, it was, Greece was occupied by Nazis and fascists and then civil war and after World War II. And he said to me, um, you know, we'd walk down the street and we'd see people walking towards us and we'd cross the road. Um, we'd, we'd, uh, at night, look for people who uh, who couldn't cook for themselves, or we'd run errands for people who were um, locked in, locked away in their homes. Um, we he told me about the sense of community and compassion that came out in the, the villages and the towns that he would live in and hang around in. And we had a bit of a you know <laughs> obvious arm moment where you know that's what's happening. There's this real strong sense of social cohesion um, happening in neighbourhoods, I'm sure. It's happening in my neighbourhood, you know. Um, people are, uh, are bonding from a distance, uh, so, uh, reaching out and supporting one another. I had an email from someone who lives in my dad's neighbourhood um, and it was one of the most beautiful emails I've written, I've received, sorry, and... and it was basically just reaching out. It was a couple of sentences asking if that person can drop a few things on the father who's in his mid-80s. Um, it was a gesture that just what I felt like I will remember forever. Like that's a simple, simple gesture that means and means the world to me. Um, yeah, so I think 
in times of crisis, in times of uncertainty, there is a high and high need of compassion and empathy um, and goodwill, isn't there? Yeah, Jim, it's, um, you know, you, that's the ultimate form of leadership. That is the ultimate, uh, you know, that's, that's the highest form of leadership is actually finding that compassion, those little rituals and those little tools that we can actually all do. Um, that, that is really the manifestation of, of, of call it high performance, call it transformation, whatever you want to call it, that's the ultimate um, pointy end of, of what you and I often talk about. Because if we can't do that, we can't drop our guard, we can't turn to a, a brother or a sister or a neighbor and kind of open up that way, then everything else is pretty much meaningless. Everything else is bullshit, isn't it? It's um, yeah, every, Everything else falls away. Well, it's just bullshit, mate. It's just, it's crap. It's, yeah, it's facade, it's barriers, it's, it's, it's people hiding behind, um, behind stuff. Um, and, and leadership is actually completely opposite to that. Um, and that's not always easy uh, when the only thing you want to do is probably disconnect. Um, but that, that kind of is what we can do. And if we're doing that, we'll, we'll nourish our souls, we'll nourish each other. And that probably is the way through, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's, um, that's the way through. What's your focus over the next week? What's, it, what's your focus going to be? Actually, it's Friday. What's your focus going to be over the next few days? My beautiful wife has a birthday today, so I, oh, I'm going to enjoy a glass of wine on the, um, uh, on the balcony. Um, it's a beautiful, sunny day, so we're going to do that. Um, uh, probably going to take the dog for a walk using um, usual sort of social distancing kind of rituals and uh man i just need some rest i think i need to put the brain the brain cells back on the queue um and just kind of really try and rest up a little bit because it's been such a massive week what about you um yeah we're going to have a quiet dinner and um i guess a a reflection back on this time with my family my three children and my wife and a new puppy and um Tonight, we're just going to really just spend some time together. And I think the weekend, we've, um, my wife and I really have been thinking a lot about structure and providing structure for our children around this time. You know, that's really, it's, we're really mindful of the fact that, you know, they get the, the kind of high level thing, what's happening, but I'm not sure they understand the yes. emotional impact and the economic impact. and. Um, you know, the Prime Minister today was talking about putting businesses on hibernation, uh, which is a fascinating. Yes. Probably talk about that in a future episode, putting a business on hibernation. Yeah, well, what does that even mean? Yeah. Um, so we're just, yeah, we're, we're just going to look after our kids, going to go for a quiet walk in the neighbourhood um, and just really take stock and find that mindful time, I think. Yeah, Jim, and, and hopefully over the next few weeks, we can start to open people up to some of the ways that we're, we're supporting um, people that we're, I mean, we a lot of, it's such a unique scenario. We're really making it up as we go. It's so dynamic, but hopefully we can start to open up our dialogue on, on some of the things that we're finding that are effective right now um, that we're experiencing out in the arena. Yeah, of course. And, um, of course. And I think what I'd like to do, you know, we, we, you and I put together that, um, difficult conversations playbook um, a few weeks ago, and that was really well received um, by our listeners. And 
um, and also the broader community. But I think what I'd like to do is really think about how um, we could add value um, during this time of um, complexity and how we could add value to people and help them. So I'll be certainly thinking about that over the coming days and, and coming weeks as well. Yeah, I think, I think that's going to be really important. It's going to be quite critical. So, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, um, let's do this again. Let's... Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, let's... By let's, Zoom. Yeah, to um by video, um, you're on one end of the um, neighbourhood, I'm on, on another. Um, but um, no, I'd like to do this again. I think this is really important. And let's do it soon and we'll get a few episodes out. And, um, out of, I think conversation between men is important, but I think conversation in general, um, insightful, compassionate conversations are really important at a time like this. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so, Jim, and it's 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 going to be really good for us to to keep this sort of tempo going. Um, yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, awesome. Thanks for doing this. I'll talk to you soon. Thank, thanks for chatting, Jim. It's great to, great to connect. Yeah. Okay. You take care. Fearless is produced by Jim Antonopoulos and Damien Carolla. Your questions, your insights and your ideas will help us feed future episodes. Get in touch through all the usual channels.